All right, guys, my name is Dr. Shornell Wolverton and Sihan, and we are here with True TV. The truth matters. And um, of course, I'm here with Craig, my co host, Craig Walker. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, again, a topic that <laughs> I know is going to uh, be interesting to many. Uh, we're going to delve into this one, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys have got to say um, about this as well, based on your experience. Awesome. And the topic he's referring to is Christianity and witchcraft. And wait a minute, can there be witchcraft in Christianity? What is Christiani Christianity? What is witchcraft? Uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun panel discussion here. We also have another guest with us here that I'm sure all of you are well known, um, uh, well um, experienced with because he's been on the show many, many times. And I know many of you guys I've watched him and, and listened to his great music and um, been a part of his work for several years. Truth Seeker is here with us. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey. So happy to have you back again, um, especially on this topic. What's been <laughs> up? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, um, trying to learn to simplify. And even even with this with this topic, you know, so many places we can we can go and so yeah. just really just pick one right it's like yeah, you know which one, exactly. one the bad witchcraft the good witchcraft because right. i love it here's the here's so here's what here's my reply every time somebody accuses me of hey that's witchcraft the reply hands down is simply witchcraft which one witchcraft are we talking about there's yeah. many different types yeah. of crafts many different crafts that were mentioned in the Bible and and people are part of crafts and they don't even know it. They're they're performing witchcraft, rituals, rites. Right. So really just pick a direction. You know, it seemed like, oh yeah, be careful for this witchcraft. It's just no, no, no. Everything is. So just pick one. Dive in it, right? Right, right. And I think we we've said numerous times before that um you know energy is energy and uh, it's neutral. And it's how it's used that's that's important. Like electricity can be used to illuminate or it can be used to kill someone. You know, it's it's just energy. And the, the way I see it is that, um, you know, with, with respect to witchcraft, in fact, I'll just, I just Google it now. Like the actual dictionary definition is the practice of magic, especially for evil purposes, the use of spells. Um, that's one. Uh, another one is bewitching or fascinating attraction or charm. So... In, a, in, a, in the context of what we've all experienced, because we've all come from a, a Christian background, um, I'm intrigued to get your guys' perspective as well on um, when we've experienced kind of like the emotional manipulation and things like that. Um, and I'm not asking for names or details or if unless you want to share that, but like... <laughs> Like this has come out, but I, I came up with this topic because it, it occurred to me recently with things we've been learning about energy and frequency. I've practiced this in a negative way in the past without knowing it. The, the religious system is so designed to get you in fear. It's designed to get you in desperation and all this negative vibratory state of being. And from that place, you then try and bring other people into that realm to try and get them to think like you. And it's, and it's not okay. It's not okay. Um, and so I'm just kind of like thinking, like, what, what's your interpretation of it? I mean, what have you experienced um, with regards to manipulation or control or anything like that? Either one of you. <laughs> yeah. 
again, let, let's just set the preface again. So let's talk about the negative side, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Because again, everything is is magic, if you will. You know, it's, we can change it for you know spirituality or whatever. Um, so I think people need to learn that, you know, the little magic is manipulation and manipulating people for what, for a greater good, for a cause. Let me, let me bring in this key here and it's going to make you feel more emotional when we play the piano behind the, the altar call. Or if the pastor's up there preaching against the pastor down the road. Some people in this city are believe that this and it, they'll change the key. And it is a music, a vibrational frequency behind it. But the different documentaries we watch of conspiracy theories or whatever, you pay attention to the tone. It's that umph. So there's this it's a, a, a gentle manipulation and there's layers of it. Right. So we it could be used for bad or good. You just said it. Harnessing energy, electricity is really currency. Uh, spiritual currency that translates into you 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 manipulate spiritual currency into physical currency and so there i think the situations we're talking about is people who are using people to manipulate their energy to turn into money but they're using it to hurt people and to keep people downtrodden because energy will lift you up to that level all tides you know a rising tide raises all the ships but to keep you down, to keep you in fear, it is energy. You can play off of it. Hope. Keep selling them hope every week versus let's, hey, this is where we're at. So, you know, we've been in in, in, in many and I know me and Craig were, were talking and the first things that come up is, you know, t- the tithing stuff in the churches telling yeah. you that just, you know, for one, that if we look at tithing and that tithing is super, super deep and, and there's it's it's a, it's in the Bible for a reason, but they'll take that and quoted out of context and I, and and many churches I've been involved in 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 early on that really put a spirit of heaviness on me and my wife and I just give you a quick example tithing so in the book of Malachi it talks about uh chapter 4 it says will a man rob god yet you have and, and it says you ask where have you robbed me and you have robbed me this entire congregation in the area of tithes and offerings because you've held back your tithe. So the preacher will get up there and quote that to the congregation as as if that book is written to him and he is the priest. And he says, y'all, you guys are robbing God because you're not giving. You're not tithing. So you're robbing God. So they already hit you with this, this, you know, heaviness. Like, oh, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to rob God. This guy that we trust these people, they they play the music that makes us feel amazing. And then the sermon comes and then it's like, hey, hold on. You're robbing God. You've all robbed him. How, we're looking in the con- How do we rob God? It says right here, turn in your Bibles. You robbed them because you're not tithing. You're not giving 10 percent. And they'll go further and say the 10 percent is not you owe that. That's what you owe. When it comes to you blessing God or bringing an offering, see, the tithe is different than the offering. And they'll separate it to, to double dip and say, you owe this, but but God's not pleased. God's not going to bless you unless you go above and beyond the tithe and give an offering. Right. So tithe and offering are very spiritual. 
and they're amazing. But when you move it out of giving, pointing that these people are robbing God and robbing the church if they're not giving their money, because guess what? We were in a position where we couldn't give. We didn't we didn't have enough money to give. We barely had the, our, our needs met and we wanted to, though. So we're like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Because they they, they go further when you can't and say, um, if you don't give God that 10 percent, God will take it from you. And, and they begin to pronounce curses in witchcraft and deception yeah. and say that your car will break down. If you don't give God what he owed, what you owe him, he'll take it from you. And I knew a man and they give you like these different, you know, story hypotheticals. There was a man we knew and he didn't pay tithes and his house caught on fire. And and they'll start giving you all these things, planting seeds of of fear. And now you're thinking like, oh, man, we got to give. So we moved to like we were tithing when we could. But there were certain weeks like we couldn't. This was when we were baby Christians going to church and we couldn't give. And then we're writing it down. We're going to pay God back. We owe God. So we owe him, you know, 100 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever. Let's write it down. We'll give it double next week good or next whatever, next paycheck. And then next paycheck comes around. We're back at church tithing. Oh, man, we can't just give. We can't pay this week either. So now we owe God double. Next week's coming. And then, you know, sometimes we'll try to pay it. We'll give extra. Boom, we paid it. We cleared our debt and we're good. And then they will come with these doctrines and these this this fear stuff. Even, you know, they have different ways of of doing it. But we were so, in such fear and like bondage to where like anything bad in our in our life that happened, if the car broke down, if we got a flat, if the washing machine broke, they would use these examples, and then they would happen, and we say, "Oh man, God's is God doing this?" Because right. we didn't give our money, so they treated God like he was this a pimp coming to collect when yeah. really the pimps were in the pulpit and they found <laughs> out how to use manipulation and trickery to trick people. So there's so many levels to that, that trickery of not just teaching, Hey, you know, there's beautiful principles and a lot of churches do teach it, you know, without this fear of God's going to come take his money. But that's a, that's a deep, uh, rooted witchcraft that right. takes place in churches and 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 uh, is a bondage to many many uh, people who love God and they use it against them. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean that's huge. I mean I, I've seen it. I mean we when I grew up we we didn't have um, a lot of money. Um, you know, as as a child and stuff. And and there was this expectation on on working for God um, be, meant that you should not be wealthy and uh, this this real poverty thing but you still had to give your time to the church you know because otherwise how's the pastor gonna live in you know a state of abundance uh, and it's just the whole system like you said getting to the root of it is is based in fear if i don't give this to the church I, I, or call it god whatever you want um then i'm gonna have a curse on my life i mean it does say that that, that you're living under a curse if you don't give your tithes and so we literally manifest this curse because we get into the fear and we create that in our lives and it and so in a way it works um, yeah. and 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 when i look back it's i mean i watch people go without food to tithe because they were that terrified they'll, they'll tell you a curse 
you got to do without, you know, do without yeah. so you can, you know, build the kingdom of God and stuff. And right. but 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 that's quoted out of context. It wasn't obviously like they don't they only they they don't. And it, it, it simply took this reading the book of Malachi at the beginning, because in every chapter it addresses it to a certain people. Oh, ye Levite priest. Oh, ye priest. You have robbed God. I have this against you. And it's like just bringing correction to these priests who are like working like in the temple. Their job is the in the temple. And so at, when I first started just reading a little bit, I was like, if this applies to anybody, it applies to the pastor. Like if you're trying to say who like who these people are and it's not the pastor is not a Levite priest. But if it did, like, you know, it was like if it applies, I don't receive tithes. That is addressed to the people receiving tithes and not bringing it to the Lord right. and taking it and doing other things with it. So it was it was things that the priests were receiving and they were taking it and doing other things with it. So if, if it if the shoe fit for anybody in that book, in that curse, but they preached this to the congregation like it was like that was addressed to you. That's witchcraft, man. Big time. Yeah. Out of context. For me, there's a lot of things out of context, a lot of things taken out, a lot of things interpreted differently and or presented differently. Um, it's sort of like a cookie cutter, like put in what they want, take out what they want, make it fit their scenario and their narrative. But the key is repetition. So they have the repetition of the actual word in script, which is a verse. Then you're talking about the other layer of music, if there's music applied. Then you're talking about the um, application of saying it over and over and over again, whether it's like Sunday school and then in the thing that day and then the thing that night. And then you're going every week, five times a week. You hear it over and over again. I mean, the, the repetition of the program, whatever the program is, good or bad, because you can brainwash yourself in good. You can brainwash yourself in bad, but they're intentionally and or not intentionally depending on the situation using the laws of the universe which are manifestation because our hearts are the biggest creators of all things and so if we get into fear whether it's the news or the church or the politics or whatever and we're thinking about the things that they're steering our focus to or attempting to anyway then the fear and the connection which you which you look at you become um, you know, what you stand before is what you, what you become is what the source told me one time. And so the more the focus is, the more energy it has on it. And then there's feeling involved. And if there's feeling involved, the heart is the biggest magnet to the field or the whirlwind or whatever you want to call it, the aura. And so that's how we actually create through the programming, whatever the programming mm -hmm. is. So it's really important who we're listening to, what we actually believe or be alive in, because that energetic connection to whatever those thoughts are, whatever we're saying, whatever we're feeling is what actually creates our world and our reality individually and collectively. Right. And so if they pumping in, um, you got to be saved to get to heaven. If they're pumping in, you got to give or you're going to be cursed. If they're pumping in, you got to get control of your neighbor and your friends and get them to believe everything we do or they're going to hell. And so are you for not expressing the gospel, the gospel, right? So there's those kind of um, 
not only directives and programming, but manifestations. And we see it on the internet all day long. Oh, cancel clear. I don't want any more of that. But also, you know, I choose a different reality where um, the people who come to me are beautiful and kind and really choose a, a kind conversation and not an attack or just coming on the page to like fight with you or to have this like job to save me or to save you or yeah. to get, you know, um, we just had a, a situation last week where not only did they come against Craig, but when Craig was just like, whatever, then they came to me and wanted me to correct him because we're friends. Well, there's no relationship there. And what I did is I turned it around and said, Matthew, if you want to talk about the scripture, Matthew 8, 818 says, if your brother sins, which is fall short of the vibration against you or anybody, then you go to them privately and talk to them, not on a public forum. Yeah. Facebook. I can't take that serious no more. It took a Probably. long time. But, yes. Yeah. But, the, but the word brother indicates there's relationship there to even F and say something in the first place. <laughs> Don't go on someone else's page, their intellectual property by law. If you go in any court of law, your Facebook page is your property. I mean, yes, it's owned by the platform, but your content is yours and that is legal. Yeah. So yeah. when someone comes on my property, Craig's property, Derek's property to yeah. fight, then guess what? You, you, um, you're on my property. The violating. Yeah. Look at it like this. They got to so, earn the right to speak to you now. You don't so just let any passerby who don't know you has the right and ability to speak into your life. Yep. As somebody who has no idea, they look, oh, this is witchcraft. You guys need to repent. God has sent me to tell you, man, you don't, you don't, who are you? No, I can't let random passerby speak into my, we're not in yeah. a relationship, yeah. like you said. I call it a drive-by People in my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and wait, one thing, no one will come into your house and say that, right? I know. What, how many few people would do that, actually? Or if you're in a grocery store and you just happen to have a shirt on that, maybe had sacred geometry or a crystal on it. No one will come up to you and go like, Oh my God, that's the, you know, the devil, blah, blah, blah. Can't so clear, yeah. you know, but I don't know why they sit back and like quarterback couch, potato armchair, you know, keyboard warrior, keyboard warrior <laughs> wants to come on everyone's pages just to start fights all day. It's like, bye. No, yeah. you're in my house, dude. Get out of my house. Yeah. There's some, you know, I've, I've, um, you know, learn to to play with those algorithms a little bit, you know, and look at the good and, and to, to, to transmute it, you know, because it is energy. It is attention. Attention is energy. And and so we could speak in the terms of magic or electricity because it's currency and it's attention. And and there's a price for that, that Facebook and marketers are willing to pay for your attention. Like, hey, this is valuable. This guy, anything he puts out, people flock to it to comment. Doesn't matter if they're speaking against it or whatever. It's worth something. So right. we take it and and because as priest, and we can transmute it. What you do with it, or you can, it can drag you down a hole. And we we learn. Like I don't want to go down a hole. So so what do I do? Do I let random people speak into my life, or do I set my standards here? You know, do I? look at the good in it, because if we do that, um, then we're automatically transmuting it. And so one of the things that, that I've looked at, the, the energy that comes that way was that, you know, one of the good things is guess what? I'm a big boy and I can take it and better them coming at me and 
because that's if there wasn't on my page, these people have a a, a trail. They they leave a trail, and if you was to follow their their commenting trail, we used to be able to do on Facebook and YouTube, and all of their they they go around correcting everybody who's different. It wasn't like oh Craig man, what's what's going on? See that's different. Like okay, what's happening? Yeah man, this kind of kind of shocked me. That's different. We can talk, but if you follow these people, they go around. That's all they do is they think that they're right and they just they think it's their job to police people who are yeah, different and don't believe that. exactly like them. So the good thing about it is that they're not messing with a baby Christian, that there's like, you know, what I'm saying or somebody who's new to the faith or just stop going to church. But they're still questioning because the fears in them like, hey, if you don't go to church, you're going to hell. And if you don't if you, if you don't come to the church, you're not a part of if you don't come to our church or a church. You're not a part of the church, which is a lie from the pit of hell and more witchcraft. They try to tell us that that is church. That No, that's a building and it's a business. And that's not the church. The church is the body where, where, where people are gathered with like mind with their differences. Right. We put away their differences for the glory of a greater good which is the beauty of what we call Jesus or Christ or Yeshua or whatever. And so these are these little things that are set up so that you won't, once you do try to say, you know what, I, don't, I can go to church. I can just watch. I like to watch Truth Seeking and Charnel and those guys. And man, I get more out of this and then I do church. But if they let somebody hear that who goes to church, they're already, doing these mechanisms kick in. Oh, you you know, the devil's trying to, you, you know, sift you away and you're not even getting fed. You're going to where you're tolerated and not celebrated. You know what I'm saying? It's all of these things, these mechanisms. But like you said, the repetition and it's this quote of all I've heard it long, long ago and it sticks with me. Repetition reduces resistance. If I keep saying it, if I keep showing it to you, even yeah. when energy is worth money, ad spend. When these people yeah. spend ads to try to get you to buy something. We, you, and click on stuff, they say most of it takes eight times to see an ad or eight times to see a video if you're busy or not really into it to say, you know, I'm going to click on that, see what it is. Boom. And now we got your attention and it was worth if on the back end, it was worth what they had to pay to show that to you eight times. So energy, attention, all of that's currency. And it's what you do with it that makes it good or bad yeah. craft. It is because you're selling somebody a craft and it is witchcraft. Well, now, if it's good, what kind of magic is it? Good, bad? It's because it's manip it's manipulation. You sold somebody something that they didn't want. You know, there's and so like, is it well, good or bad? Is it going to help them? Is it just to grab their dollar and you're out? You're onto the that's a snake oil salesman, right? right. Are you in service or are you just like you say trying to reap from them? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, these, these are laws. It, it doesn't matter who does them. It's just hot. It's, it's you know how you do it what's the reasoning behind it right and we've seen the um the snippets where they take like a long uh five minute video or whatever of all the newscasters saying the exact same thing in different places over and over on the same time because they're given that script mm -hmm. and that is what they're trying to seed into the collective um not only in the atmosphere of the air but also in the hearts of men and women who are watching and participating by engaging into that and then think about like the commercials that play specifically at night in between those news commercials if you're if you go to sleep with the news on the commercials literally tell you that you have these problems 
it, it, it says, you know, like you have this, get this, you have this problem, blah, blah, blah. When you have that thing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a, it's again, it's a craft to get you into the, the subconscious. And if you're sleeping in Delta, then that is seeding deep. Um, it's not just a face value kind of, I heard it and then I'm just not paying attention. But when you get commercial after commercial after commercial, by the time you could be finished, you might think, oh, I have this and I need to go get this because of that, you know? And so it, yes, it's in the church, it's in the music, it's in the mainstream media, it's in all over. But, um, I guess the focus on this topic would be church because, you know, I think that a lot of people think the church can't be touched or that there can't be any corruption in it. And it's like, mm, just like everywhere else there is. Right. And I think one of the um, biggest shocks about this kind of topic is, is there's this idea that you've got Jesus versus Satan, you know, the church versus Satanists. Like there's this, oh, there's this tussle going on. And it's like, you guys are just functioning in the same way, just, just with a different intention, you know? Um, and and I, I guess for me, um, getting back to what you were saying, like you know the the situation that we found ourselves in last week, um, repetition and and how the Bible is used to do that, Bible verses. So I was asking a question, like, what do you think about this topic? What's your opinion on this? And all that came back was Bible verse, Bible verse, Bible verse. And I was like, okay, what do you? I didn't understand the, the, yeah, the Bible, uh, Bible, 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 Bible. No, 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 no. Okay, I know what the Bible says. I know what you think it says. Right. Went to seminary. That. We know. We're asking you. Right. Yeah. What is? Do you think this, this, and this, and this? And they would not answer. And and I and, and it something clicked. It's like they're using Bible verses to try and nice. overlord me to say, you know, like to, to say it doesn't matter what you think. This is what the Bible says. And I'm like, there's something not right about that. Yeah, because you know. because they don't understand those verses. It would be different if they. And here's the deal: none of us do. Right. <laughs> All of this is worth a second, third, fourth, fifth, however many dimensions exist. That many looks. We should look at it from each dimension. See, this makes a little bit more sense. Like, I don't think God was trying to put a curse on me. I think the damn pastor was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go go read it for yourself. Get take another look at it. Cause there's those people, they it doesn't matter what I think, brother. It says what it no, you don't even know. Just read who that Malachi is addressed to, and you'll have some context for your interpretation of what you think it means. Because guess what? What you your your opinion is the only thing that matters. It is the word of God. What if you think that God put a curse on you? Guess what? You just got a curse on you. If you think that crystals allow demons into your home and you you messed around and bought one, guess what? You just brought a demon home with you. Right. If you think that crystals are used to to amplify the energy that's in you and around you, the good energy, do you think that it can whatever like as a man thinketh so in his heart, so shall he be. That's the word of God. And the moment you speak it as a son or a daughter of God, you declare it. It becomes your truth in your reality. And yeah. they don't even they don't understand that it that that very smart people have, have used that against them. Right. Um, it's it's sad and it's it works perfect. But just like you said, the gospel, because the the thing about the gospel is that like it it pricks and penetrates the heart. It is a beautiful message that 
you know, I think about Jesus and goodness and love and I, it's hard not to cry many times because it like in the, the heart space, I feel it so deeply and it's amazing, but and people know that and they can take it and start with that heart space. Well, we're going to need uh, seven payments of 79.95 because the Lord's going to give you the blessing of Jeremiah 7.95. He told me seven payments. They, they do this. This isn't even making it up. Yeah, like yeah. they like Mike Mer said no names, but there's people on television, like yeah, in the hours that, yeah. of the morning, too. When you're up, because they know you're look, they, you're searching, you're sleepless, mm -hmm. you're looking for hope. It ain't just to give it to you. Hey, I'm gonna need a seven or seven payments of seven. My sister called me after watching one of those, and she wasn't a Christian. She's like, What's up with this guy? This seems crazy. I was like, <laughs> she could see through it, but the Christians eat it hook, line, and sinker. I got the people who discipled me, send them that money. $75 for 75 months to unlock the blessing of Jeremiah 7. Get out of here with that, that witchcraft. It right. is witchcraft, and it'll work if he thinks it works. It right. will. Right. But but you don't need to send this guy this money to make it work. Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> We laugh about it now, but like I've seen like preachers and you know, sort of professional money raisers, you might want to call them, literally on TV going, what, what, hey, what's that? God's just told me that in the next half an hour, everyone who sows $1,000 into this ministry is going to get a triple blessing. Go. And it's just like... And there's a timer. And there's a timer. Exactly. And that's, pressure, and that's a rerun. Pressure. Oh, it's a rerun. 31 minutes? No. No. Then you've lost, you've lost, lost out, you know. And it's just like... I think back and I'm like, wow, how did we not just be completely nauseated by this? You know, <laughs> Man, people are looking for this. I wrote this like what, um, 2010, but it talks about Christian witchcraft. The whole thing is how to reverse Christian witchcraft and how yeah. to use the science of miracles to switch things up. And I mean, even with training and like the gifts of the Holy Spirit or God or a source or whatever, it's like, how many times have we been and got a prophetic word or whatever? And it's like, oh, I see death around you or whatever. Cancel clear. It's like that is a key right there. If that person comes into agreement now, they will have that problem because right. they they just stepped into it. And guess and then what? The prophet will go. The prophet will go. See, I go, you know, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on point me. You know, <laughs> the person who spoke it is the one who basically gave him the key. But, right. um, you know, it there's it, it puts a code into the field um yeah. by pushing that agenda that or words or frequency or the present presentation into and you can do the opposite so let's say i'm working with someone and i do see something negative um you know because people have said how come whenever i'm working with prophetic whatever i only see the negative i say well you know what go higher because right. you're seeing second heaven information which is the opposite of the truth and we want to come into agreement with seeing those things that are not as though they are like creating something completely new and um, beautiful and, and all of that. And so it's, it's just what Derek said. It's whatever you believe. And, yeah. um, and so we participate by, by believing and or putting ourselves in those places where they're pumping that out or the channel or the radio station or the movie or whatever it is. It's like, we have a responsibility here too. 
and not putting ourselves in those positions and or places and like getting somewhere where we can think clear and meditate and hear God for ourselves and not depend on anything external to get those messages. Yeah, indeed. The dude who led me to the Lord, he um, when I was first started questioning some of the things going on at church and it was a guy who led me to Christ and we went to church and stuff. And I was like, man, I don't I don't know about the tithing thing, man. I, I was reading the scriptures and God told me this or, you know, he's the way that pastors, you know, cheating on his wife or whatever. And if they, they're trained not to speak against the stuff and because those mechanisms kick in. And he told me this. It was I was just critiquing something. I was a young Christian and I was just questioning. I was asking questions. And I found out now that that's God. Jesus loved that. They love you to ask questions. But I was asking questions like, hey, is this I don't know if this is right. Is that biblical? Because the Bible says now, Derek, and this is what he told me is how he sounded. Derek, it don't matter. Listen, you can't talk against the man of God. And, and he'll pull out a scripture. And there is a scripture that says, touch my touch, not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. And he's in and, and this. He invoked that spell uh script on me and i thought okay the bible does say that but you know it's this is blatant like i'm just asking a question nah Derek, because what it gets into is it gets into um gossip and and and, and that that's that's jesus's bride that's god's wife you don't talk bad about god's wife he don't play now Derek, there was a guy here who called out brother drone or brother so-and-so and and um and he left and 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 the lord told me to tell him don't talk about his wife that way and he got hit by a car the lord killed him right when he stepped out he stepped out in traffic and the lord killed him you don't talk about god's wife he's said as humble and as sincere as he and like i'm a young christian like damn if i question this god's gonna kill me for questioning the the bullshit that these people are doing So I can't even, the guy, I, he's messing with other women. And I can't call it out. They doing, I know they spending the money in wrong places. I can't say nothing. They got these folks trained thinking that and putting, stamping God's name on it. They'll tell you when to put God's name on it. And we don't, like, if you believe that you've given your, not just your life to this, but your eternal salvation. And, and you don't want to question that, that that's wrong. That everything you've been living for, everything you've been given money to, not only in this life, but in the life to come, that it was your pastor was wrong or deceived. You know, I, I do think that there's even though it's still bad, like there's grace there when those people don't know. Right. You know, most of them church folks don't know. Like that person that commented on your thing, he could have been just trying to help. Like they, they only have so much reason reasoning and rationale they they the only way they think they're helping is just to tell you you're going to hell mm-hmm. i gotta tell you you're condemned demons are all in you i see them i got they, that's all they know to do that's all they know to do they don't know anything they can't sit down and and break it down hey craig show me this show me why you believe that they see that's what we want right. show me but they don't do that i built my whole ministry on hey ask me why i believe in asteroids and you know what i'm saying orion and all this kind of stuff and i want to break it down and go to the scriptures with you but they this is what you find out they never talk to you they just talk about you yeah yeah and that's a great point there uh because um 
like say in, in, in the prime example that we're using, um, I was going to bring this up because I think one of the biggest and possibly most sinister um, Christian witchcraft manipulations is the threat of hell. Um, it's the ultimate. It's like you don't align with what I'm telling you and with what I believe, you're going to eternal damnation and suffering for eternity. Talk about the ultimate mind screwing you know i know people that have been screwed up by this who convinced they're going to hell because they messed up or um you know or they they feel like they don't match up to god's expectations on their life and stuff i've seen this and people are being deep trauma because of it um and i'm glad we're we're going here because i mean you know we we can discuss that like the theology behind hell um, because or, or what what was deemed as hell. I mean, so many people have woken up to this now. Now, what a lot of people I've noticed have done have said there's no such thing as any hell whatsoever. Now, when the word hell was translated in the Bible, he was talking about something, and it, and it, we do our due diligence to find out what was being said. Um, but what I can emphatically say, it is, is my opinion, is <laughs> it's not an eternal damnation god's done with you well your opinion don't matter brother well <laughs> i don't say that bible says everlasting well yeah well i mean that that came up in conversation actually you know the word eon that, that is translated as everlasting an eon of time is a portion of time okay so you know when it's talking about everlasting life or ever and, and if this person was had any emotional maturity about them. We could have had this discussion because I'd genuinely be interested in what he's got to say. He could be holding the key that I need, but because of the way he was with me and, and, and has been with many people, um, there was no, um, no, no opportunity for a conversation. It was just bang, 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 bang. They're not there to, to learn or to dialogue. They're they're there to teach. Right. And, um, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And we can't do that because there's so much. And I've tried to have those conversations with a couple dogmatic Christians and it, their, their minds aren't even willing to go there. Yeah. And I would just simply say little things like, you know, in the Greek, it doesn't say that. There's actually a couple of different types of hell and the word hell is translated different things that meant different things. And yeah. their mind couldn't even comprehend there. It's they're not ready. Like, it's so crazy to yeah. take away the fear the threat of hell of how many Christians would not follow Jesus. Right. They're following him. So they don't have to go to go to hell in, in which I can't say they're not following him because they are, but like, but they're scared that it, if they mess up, he's going to send them to hell. Mm-hmm. Or if they question his teachings, he wants you to qu- The only way you understand his teachings is if you question his teachings. Right. right. Because it's a deeper parable that he de- dealt with his disciples. Everybody had to question every, his every move. And they said, hey, I'm asking everybody to eat my body, drink my blood and my flesh. No, nah, we're not doing Hold on. He didn't really mean that, y'all. Yes, he did. He plainly said, he plainly said hell. The Bible no. clearly states, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it doesn't clearly state anything right. by any means. And, and I'll say this about the hell thing. There's so many places to go with it. Right. But to do exactly what I did with the Malachi thing, who is he talking to? Is this the addressed Jews. to us? Mm-hmm. And they 
same way the preachers read that and say, oh, this you guys are robbing God. See, it says it right here. Look, it says you're going to face eternal damnation, says it right there. You're going to go to hell for all eternity. And it says that you're not. It, it says those who believe not are condemned, but they're condemned already. Who's condemned already? Why are we condemned already? Maybe there's something deeper into it. When you find out who Jesus was talking to with those hard conversations about those going to hell, it wasn't people for one, because it give, there's precepts and, and there, there's so much to this. But the scripture says it's plainly, plainly that hell was created for Satan and his angels. It was not created for humans. Mm-hmm. So this this dialogue that he's having is with ancient spirits inhabiting human bodies, spirits that are one thousand percent evil. There's right. no good in them. They want to devour households. They want to do their mind is set on wicked wickedness because it's who they are. That there is no there, there is no room for them to repent. They won't hear the gospel and they'll hear the gospel and get mad and try to kill you. They'll, they'll find out that God is using you and it makes them jealous instead of wow, God's using Chanel and Craig. Man, this is awesome. Oh, hell, no, he can't. Ah, no, no, no. We got to put they got to put an end to this. This is the spirit that is directly dealing with, which was the seed line of Cain. Right. He was talking to the children of the devil, man. Whatever you think the devil is, he was talking to 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 it and in his angels inside of human bodies because those who had a heart that was moldable and mendable when they heard the gospel, when they saw acts of compassion, it broke their heart. When he seen them heal somebody, they they rejoiced. The other people, oh, why are you healing? You ain't supposed to heal today. Man, I know exactly who's who your father is. This person is healed. Hey, you're supposed to be healed today. You should have came yesterday. It's a Sabbath, man. This person don't give a damn what day he got healed on. He knows he showed up. So it's these responses to the thing that shows you what what's in you. And and here's the deal. We're not just us. We we may have some demonic stuff in us that guess what? Deserves to go to hell. But all of you, your whole body, how can you cut your hand off and let it go to hell? But save your soul. These these analogies Jesus talked to because. The parts of you that are wicked, that don't get refined in the fire. Yeah, it, it has to go through the fire. And if all of you is wicked, you don't make it out. And that's not it just in the life to come because Jesus brought fire with him. He is God is an all consuming fire and he brings the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. So you to be purified in this life and go through the trials like he did and showed himself worthy and holy and work, work through your shadow work yourself so you don't have to come back here and do it again to reincarnate or to be judged and not even to make it back because your whole all of you was was wicked so this is a a way deeper discussion than just (laughs) hey if you don't believe in jesus you're going to hell and (laughs) what is belief yeah believe in in your heart and your mind because y'all say you believe but your actions show you that you don't. And these Muslims, they never said they believe, but their actions show they do. Their compassion, 
they're using their free will to help people. Right. You're using your free will and your words and your time and your energy to hurt people and bring them down. This is what this is. How, this is the awakening. People waking up to this, man. That's what it was big for me to see the fruit of of the spirit in people who I was told were my enemies. Right. But they had more of Christ. Jesus in them right. than any of these people, these racist people down here preaching at these churches, man. I was like, exactly. but they told me I couldn't question that. Oh, you can't question that. It's a Muslim, brother. You don't, that's a Muslim. They are enemies of God. Man, that's not my enemy. Because when I when I finally get them on a podcast and talk to them, which y'all told me not to do, I found out we got more in common than we don't. And I got less in common with most of these people in the church, using people, hurting people, sleeping right. around and all this. Man, listen, he's teaching us how to see him. And he's in everything and in everyone. And right. that's what's happening right now in this awakening so you need to ask questions for sure absolutely so i gotta jump in um so going back to if you don't know jesus you're going to hell my personal is not knowing jesus and or not the person the christ consciousness the frequency of love when we don't know god when we're not in alignment with frequency of god or source or whatever you want to call the source, um, then the code will be scrambled and or other things in the code, which bring quote hellish things, right? Yeah. You know, if you don't know God and you're stealing, then theft and or lying, living a lie, um, living outside of love, falling short, sin, whatever you want to call it, code goes out into the field and therefore you magnetize more situations where you get your karma, the science, you get that back to you, which is a living hell. So it's, it's, it's true in some aspects, but the way that is presented and or taught is not the same. Just like when people who have been expressed um, fear about getting a biofeedback scan from me, you know, uh, I do biofeedback. I can collect their evox and or their aura see what's going on with them physically. And I've had some people say, well, I'm really afraid of it. Uh, it sounds like it's demonic, da, 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 da. And what do I tell them? Then don't do it. You shouldn't. Because yeah. if you have fear going into this, you will be demonic. <laughs> then you are basically cursing yourself with your mm -hmm. own beliefs. That has nothing to do with me, but it's just your reality that you just created. And now you've opened all these doors in your field or your whirlwind, which is the world whirlwind is used 27 times in the Bible, we have a whirlwind, we have a field, the earth has a collective field, you know, every living plant, every living animal, they all have fields, everything that's alive has a field. And there can be things um, implanted within the consciousness with whether it's my field, or the collective field or the earth field, there are things, what are they doing with all of these um, satellites and what have you that they've been using since 30s and the 40s they're pumping in implant type electronic voice to god whatever you want to call it um ideas beliefs frequencies um for whoever to either come into agreement with or go higher and cancel it out so again it's about taking ownership our own responsibility of what we're going to agree to and believe in and or look deeper within us for the actual truth of source code and or display actual 
um, source code because God is already in our cells. So if God is in our cells and in our organs and we're in God's image, we can radiate that and magnetize more God things to us, or we can get under their false narratives and programs and somehow get stuck and ensnared in this uh, energetic purgatory. Um, so, you know, that's just my two cents about hell or not hell. It's like we get to bring heaven on earth. Right. By doing, yeah. by coming into alignment to remind and remember, member as in be in union with one God who is within us, who is love. When we remember and get into that alignment, we can project that. We can ignite that to everyone we contact. We can send that projection out to everyone that we meet and get a match to it. Does that make sense? Like, what are your thoughts on that? It does. Um, I think um, to, to sort of complement that, what, what I was just thinking when you were talking is what I love to do is provide a, a, a safe place, maybe on social media, but also in person as well, for people to express themselves without fear of being shot down, even if I don't necessarily think, see things the way they do. Um, and, and I think what people, you know, certainly what, what a lot of Christians do is they're, 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 they're constantly in fear. Now, fear, as we know, these low vibratory states of being, fear, anxiety, worry, all these things will, will, will manifest negatively in your life. Um, and so they're not living a life of victory. And, and But then they'll turn it as if to say, oh, you know, God's blessing, you know, with, blessing me with hardships. And it's nonsense. It's nonsense, so much of it. Um, anyway, getting back to my point, you know, I love having the discussion with people and, and I know you guys do as well, you know, because I have my thoughts. But when when you're open and emotionally mature enough to listen to someone who might not see things the way you do, you learn a heck of a lot more. Um, and, you know, in, in the instance on my Facebook is is there is a measure of responsibility comes with with having this on your page. I've I've learned um, and setting boundaries in place where, like, you know what, this is a safe place, but if you're obstructing that or if you're providing a, um, a negative or you're, you're abusing my openness, then you've, you've got to be like, no, you know, this is an open, safe place, you know. Um, and I think as, we, as we're moving forward, I mean, my, my intention in, in bringing this up isn't to bash Christianity. It's not to bash Christians. It's just to bring an awareness that, like, the, the the ways that we've operated in the past will not carry over to where we're headed at all and we've got to get rid of these yeah. fear we've got to get rid of the the anxieties and the scarcity the, the, the what sorry scarcity the yeah. scarcity mentality i mean why are those preachers downing other people and acting like there's not enough money to go around they're they're preaching that tithing out of a scarcity that we're not going to be able to pay the bills or we're not, I'm not going to be able to get that house that I'm believing for unless I shake these people out. Teach them on like there's righteous ways that, that people can give, not out of. But the scripture says that don't give out of fear. Don't give out of compulsion, but give out of the goodness, out of the abundance. Because that money's that money's got energy on it. You know what I'm saying? Like you took it like you got to pay for that back. I tell look like I, they don't I don't know if they get it, but it's a principle. The telemarketers who are trying to like trick people and get money out of people. And they do like they trick people like you got to pay that money back. That money, that money's not free money that you trick people from and stole. 
you got to get that money back and you got to pay for it one way or the other. So in, in, in a sense, like that's, it's not God coming to do it. These are laws and principles that are set up that God don't have to come down and do it. So the same verses goes with, man, that was a great, that was a great sermon, man. I want to give, man. I want to, I want to give into that. I believe in what y'all doing. Let me help you keep the lights on. Let me, let me keep giving. Cause this is good ground to, to yeah. give in. Right. Um, there's a lot of, um, principles when it comes to giving and tithing and, um, and supporting what you believe in. It's not, a, you should do it. You should tithe. You should be able to give, you know, keep giving. And cause you know, if it's helping people and it's reaching people like, but them, them people, when they're investing in, in it like that, they should get a return on it. And they are. You and, know? and giving isn't just money, too. Yeah. Uh, and I know you know that. I'm just saying it could be of your time, your service. You know, yeah. you're going to help somebody clean their house or mow their grass because, you know, that person can or cook for them. Or, you know, mm -hmm. there's so many different ways to serve with your essence, uh, your presence, just being there for a friend, you know. Um, giving is giving um, and it's all energy. And if we give, even if we get a bill, let's say, and we're not, if you're not happy even paying that bill and there's a resistance there, then that can cause an energetic response. And so even paying bills, I have to keep reminding myself that reminding myself that, but when I give, I even paying the lawn guy or the electricity bill or whatever I I, can, I present it I feel I, I write it write the check to the Lord to God it, it, to to for you know to the universe whatever you want to call it the source is like I'm giving this I'm sowing this into the, the universe and with gratitude um, and there's a there's a whole different energy even paying you know bills or being able to sustain your own um, thriving life. Um, yeah. And there's a lot about that and just having the mindset of that and abundance. Right. Right. I, I think I, <laughs> it's, it's no surprise that in this topic, you know, the, the issue of money is coming up a lot because, you know, there's a, a lot of financial extortion in the name of Christ, in the name of God um, and emotional manipulation. And I thought one of the other things that we before we, we, we sort of close is I remember um, and I'm still seeing it today. And I, I keep my finger in a, in a few things in the kind of the Christian world and a few prophetic pages and things like that. And I never, I never get involved, but I just observe, you know, because I'm just interested. <clears throat> and I see one of the biggest ways as well that, that um, certainly preachers, ministers or whatever will, will manipulate people is through hype. So they've got a project. They want to do this. They've got a conference. And they will get on and they're like, this is literally a, the most historic conference you will ever go to. God is on the move. You know, God is moving in this conference right now. <laughs> and, and and it's just like, you know, if you if you if you come to this, you're gonna be a part of what God is doing in the earth history, right now. Legacy, history, the galactic yeah, all these big words and this really they sell this really grandiose vision, which is their vision, which I applaud them for having a vision. I'm not taking the mick out of that at all. But if they feel the need to hype up and get people, what they're doing is they're emotionally manipulating people again. They're getting people to go, I want to be a part of what God's doing. You know, I want to, I want to, this is massive. This is huge, you know. And then in a way, because they've done that, it becomes huge because people will sow into it. People will attend. Um, 
But then what's the fruit of that? They walk away and lives might be changed, lives might be touched, and that's that's wonderful. And I'm not again, I'm not criticizing that, but what's the cost afterwards in your own soul that you had to do that um to, to manipulate people to attend and give into your work? You know, these are the sort of things that like I really want to highlight because just just watch, just watch how these people do these. I mean, I see I've seen it so many times with top preachers as well. And again, I'm not criticizing an individual here. I'm just saying the modes in which we've operated in the past will not work in the future where we're going. And we've got to wake up to these things. And and if we if we believe in what we're doing, we believe in, in an abundant source, as in God, who is our provider, we don't need hype. We just put it out there and God provides. Do you believe that or not? You know, <laughs> there's the challenge, I suppose. <laughs> and who is God that provides? Go on. I mean, I'm asking you. So who is God that provides? The, well, the, the, we, we are abundant. I mean, God is in us and we can manifest, right? Yep. And, and if, if we truly believe that what we're doing and we run our path, everything will, will form in our favor and will form for our greatest good. We have nothing to worry about. That's yes. my opinion. Yes. Yeah. You know, when it comes to, um, the, you know, the definition of witchcraft, um, and you said it at the beginning, the, the second part, it was saying that someone who's been bewitched and it's these things with these words that we hear in the scripture, what Paul says, who has bewitched you, who has so easily bewitched you. You guys are easily tricked. I could sell you anything. I could sell ice to an Eskimo and there's people who can. Right. But and. You know, and maybe they're being bewitched in 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 those you know flyers. You know, like, hey, come to this event; it's gonna be the breakthrough, whatever. Like that person believes in it. You gotta believe in it. You gotta bewitch them. You know, but hopefully, you you know, like you said, you bring a good experience, a good encounter for the people, and then they go out and bewitch other people. You know, tell them. But the word itself is very interesting because when we know that Paul says. Who has so easily bewitched you? It's in the book of Corinthians, I believe. Uh, Ephesians. Galatians, Ephesians. There you go. Who has so easily bewitched you? That word is uh, the same word that they used about Jesus. From, But it's, it's the same Greek word. But in the English, when we read it, the writer changed it because, we, because they were saying that he did it for good. Right. But you can change it out. It's the word marvel. Jesus performed a miracle and he spake amongst them and the people marveled. The same word in Greek is bewitched. It's the same wow. word. And he bewitched wow. the people with his <laughs> magic. But it was for what? Good or bad? He's, he's like, I'm trying to help you. Right. I'm trying to convince you to be fully convinced that, hey, you got this. Hey, there's like God is not outside of you trying to he's in you like experience. You don't have to go to them synagogues. They 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 hurting people over there. Them are demons y'all following in them churches, straight up. Like I'm trying to show you, and just, and all you got and Jesus would trigger the demons and make them make the demons come out of people. Just say, hey y'all see look. So listen on them comment sections. Step back. Hey, this is your 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 church. This is your Jesus church, folks. Look at look what they doing. They cursing people out. They being mean to everybody. I hate to see it because I like you know I I know that there's people who haven't experienced the beauty and bliss of Christ and love and, and grace that, that is in the gospel, that that's what I'm a proponent of. And 
and and they won't because of those comments. So I know that I'm in like direct opposition of the bewitching you and trying to trick you and make you, you know, for evil versus like, listen, let me put it all out there and, and, and may you marvel at the beauty and the majesty of this craft, if you will, that, that our words do manifest. But guess what? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. It ain't just death. It ain't just it's both of them. So it's how you use the energy. Your breath is energy. Energy comes to you and through how you use it. Choose wisely. That's that's magic. We take this stuff for granted and it goes so deep and it's all so beautiful and it's all in the Bible. It's just been it's been used against us and it's being used against us. But um, people are waking up and um, and and I and I, you know, my prayer is that they don't abandon, you know, this 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 simplicity. Like Paul was saying, you know, leave the simplicity of the gospel. This is simple. God is in you. He's with you. He hears you. He loves you. But don't leave that. He's like a person. They've actualized God and made him a person. He's a friend. He, he ain't got a blood. You ain't got to do nothing crazy. He's a friend, man. He's closer than a brother. Don't leave that. Cause ain't listen, the other stuff is good. It just gets harder from here on out. <laughs> so keep that with your, with your practice, with your craft, that God is a friend, loves you, wants to hang out with you, wants to tell you jokes, ran all this, like, a, like your friend would do. And, and, and my God is that. And uh, it's been that from day one and has never left me nor forsaken me, no matter how far out my beliefs got, no matter how bad my, my addictions and sin got as a Christian. He never he never chastised me like those Christians do. Right. Never beat me. You're going to hell, man. I'm not. Nah, it was always I had to hear it outside of me. Like what Christ is in me is the hope of glory. And he's communing with me. He never said, man, you get up again. You keep messing up. That's me that does it. And he always comes to comfort me. Man, you got this. Get back up, man. Listen, you're going to do good. No, I'm not, God. I'm not. I always mess up, man. Listen, you're learning, man. It's that voice of the comforter. We got to we got to preach this. This is what they don't want us preaching, because once the new agents get a hold of this, they're unstoppable. Right. So we got to preach this gospel, man. We got to let them know how easy the Holy Spirit. He's a friend. God is a friend. He's a rewarder to those who are diligent. It's the most powerful, scandalous message on the face of the earth. And, and they get mad when they see New Agers falling in love with Jesus and keeping their tarot cards. So, <laughs> what are we going to do, baby? We're keeping our crystals, baby. Yeah, I'm going to be a thorn in your spine, baby. I'm going to make that demon come out of you. You see me, that demon's going to come out of you and talk to me and tell me his plans. Because you can't, you can't even help yourself. The Bible says one of the fruits of the Spirit that the fruits that you have, the Holy Spirit, is self-control. You can't even control yourself. You got to comment on, on my stuff. I demand you to comment. I demand it. Your comment, Craig, demand your your, your everything you bring to the table. The, they can't hold themselves. It's pastors. It's teachers. They got to comment. They, oh, man, Craig's going to deceive people. Man, listen, the fruit of the Spirit is like, listen, I want to comment, but I'm not because I know it's not going to help nobody. Right. I'm just I'm just going to it's not going to help. You think it's not helping Craig. It's not helping Craig for you to attack him and tell him. I'm going to jump in because I actually talk about this in chapter one, the bewitching thing. There's a whole chapter on bewitching versus and that's in Galatians three one, by the way, that's versus it. Galatians six, which is brothers. If someone is caught in sin, less than love, you who are spiritual should restore them him gently. Galatians 6 1. 
and it talks about to mend what's broken, to strengthen, and you know goes on to gentleness and to uh, let your gentleness be evident to all. Philippians four five. If you want to get into it, but again, this is all based on relationship. Right. Don't point out things to people you don't have relationship with because you don't know the whole story. You don't have the big picture. You're just seeing some surface things and thinking you want to jump in and correct. When number one, you don't have permission. And number two, you probably don't know and or love the person to come from an, an intention of love about actually being gentle and loving and kind to help sort this guy out or girl out or whatever. And are you even supposed to? Like you said, do you need to just have self-control and move on and or post something on your own page or whatever? Because like a lot of times, and I've seen this firsthand, I was a forerunner in this stuff, man. They, they'll say all kind of mean, evil things against you. And then if they really are in relationship with God, which that dude might be like not saying he's not, but they'll get convicted and come back and repent to you. Man, Craig, I'm sorry, dude. I see the I know you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You're doing what because it'll be on them. Like they's like, man, I shouldn't have did that. I gotta go delete my comment. I gotta, I've had so many pastors, man, people come to me and tell me things that I didn't even know. I didn't I didn't even want to know, honestly. It made it harder once I knew. Man, I've been gossiping about you, man, to the church. Damn, why you had to tell me? I didn't know you was doing that. But they can't, they're compelled to come and confess to you. And uh, but if you burn that bridge and try to debate them in a Facebook comment and they're not even going to they're not even going to like address the things you post that you we know that you'll you'll try to meet them like halfway. Hold on. The hell says this, this, this. And they won't even address them points and right. move on to some other belief they have or what they heard. So if we can like show self-control and not burn those bridges, a lot of times they can come back to to be your biggest fan, your biggest follower and work with you versus working against you. Great point. A lot of wisdom in that. That's magic, baby. (laughs) Not everybody can do it. It's hard. (laughs) It is very hard. Well, tell me, guys, where we can find you, because um, we can go about this all day long. So, if you don't mind, websites, uh, whatever, books, all the things. Oh, where can people find you, Derek? Truthseeker.com. Go to my website. And uh, on my podcast, my music, I actually just re- released a new album yesterday. Yes. Uh, a new uh, four song EP that came out and uh, took me a long time to put it together. But that's on the website and it's on Spotify. Uh, just type in wherever you do social media and content. My stuff's there. Podcast music. And you code a lot of your music with frequencies and stuff and, and um, sort of like uh, subconscious like affirmations and things like that. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's brilliant stuff, Derek. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, me. Um, you can find me on social media, Craig Martin Walker on Facebook. I've started a Rumble channel. People can go and find that if they want. <laughs> um, I've had two guests thus far, Paul Keith Davis and um, Tyler Koala from Journey to Truth. You know, my heart is really to to just, just unite the world's you know, everyone's operating in their world. You know what? I really sense that we need to bring these together because I see how much they can offer each other. And I learn from so much from both worlds. And kind of that's that's my heart. And in, 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 to be fair, that's kind of what Sean Arts, what you're about, Derek. It's what you do. It's kind of what we're all about. It's just, you know, for me, I found like the, the, the true message of Christ is the Christ that fills all in all. So when my eyes were open to this and I could see the Christ in a, in a Hindu, in a Muslim, in, in an atheist, in a New Ager. And I realized we've all, we're all carrying gold. And, and 
to come together and talk about these things. And it, it's a the Bible says the earth really is filled with His glory, and and um, it, like the 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 good news, the gospel, really opens your eyes to that, uh, and it certainly did for me. So that's my intention with doing that, and I, I think Derek, that's your motivation, Sean. I'll, I believe that's your motivation as well. So I think we're a good team here. Um, so yeah, people can go and check that out. Um, I'm in a band, Nth Ascension. Um, it's not really been fully announced yet, but I'm also playing for another band called Ten. Um, if anybody wants to check them out, um, nothing sort of spiritual. <laughs> it's all music spiritual, but you know they're not a spiritual band or anything. But it's just great fun, good rock music. So yeah, that's, people can find me there. Awesome. Well, and you guys can find me here on the channel. We have a show every Thursday at noon. Um, also, I do biofeedback uh, long distance. You can do it remote. I have several books on my website, swiftfire.org. There's also a new website, apparently, drshornell.com. Long story. But uh, some of my products and things are there as well. Um, yeah, we uh, the, you guys watching, thanks for being with us and hanging out with us. Thank you for those who are members. I want to give a shout out to those who have been helping to support the channel and to keep it going. Um, believe me, your membership really, really matters and supports us. So if you feel like you want to be a member to help keep going, um, the link is going to be in here as well. We do have private meetings once a month um, where we do um, different things uh, and have different guests and um, trying to really sew back in. And it's a chance for us to participate and see your faces and have Q&A and talk and get to know you guys better. And it's just a little kind of community of us that get together once a month and hang out. And so that's an opportunity too. But um, hope you guys have a brilliant week. Thank you again for being on the show. And I'm sure we'll have you back, Craig, because you're kind of like, uh, you know, you rotate back in and out uh, as much as we can get you in. I know you're super busy, but do appreciate your time on this topic and just who you are and what you do and your service to humanity. And um, I know Craig feels the same way. So um, means a lot that we get to do life with you. And uh, I, I mean that with all of me and amazing yeah. person. a true pioneer, Derek. And again, you, you know, your work has helped me massively. Uh, so I strongly encourage people to check his music and his podcasts out because it's some really just awesome stuff out there. Thank you, yeah. Derek. Thank awesome. you guys. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Always a treat. Awesome. <laughs> Love you guys so much. We'll talk soon. Thanks again.